Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Mm, as we go into 2022, make sure that you get all the sports information that you want. When it comes to sports betting, there's only one place to be, and that's Bet Online. Head to the new updated mobile website, sign up today, receive your 50%, I said 5-0, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code BLEAV50, that's BLEAV50, to receive your bonus. Basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, it doesn't matter. Bet Online has it for you. Plus, they got the Vegas casino games. So take advantage of this amazing offer available to you in the new year. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Listen, guys, confidence in the bedroom is very important. And if you're struggling, you don't want to waste any time going to see a doctor, looking him or her in the eyes while you're already embarrassed. Oh, no, 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 no. Then you got to go to a, a pharmacy. Come on. Sounds terrible. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew, a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost. The best part, in my opinion, it gets delivered right to your door. No embarrassing visits to the pharmacy. No awkward visits to the doctor. If you could benefit from some extra confidence when it comes to performing, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for you. Right now, try Blue Chew for free when you use the promo code Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y, at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Mikey, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank you, Blue Chew, for sponsoring this podcast. All right. If you've been listening to this podcast, or you've, frankly, hung around with me any amount of time, you know that I am a huge fan of the drug nicotine. Now, I know what you may be thinking. Well, isn't nicotine yucky and unhealthy? No, silly boy. Nicotine is an amazing drug with tons of cognitive benefits, metabolic benefits, and it gets a bad stigma because most of the time we get our nicotine from yucky, dirty sources like vaping or smoking or chewing tobacco. That's where the unbelievably smart people at Lucy come in. Lucy capsule pouches, Lucy lozenges, Lucy products in general provide you with delicious four and eight milligram clinical doses of nicotine without all the stuff you're trying to avoid. Mikey likes you listeners. Go to Lucy.co, use the promo code Mikey, get 20% off your order of Lucy nicotine capsule pouches or any other, excuse me, any other Lucy product. That's Lucy.co, use the promo code Mikey at checkout. I also have to let you know that this product contains non-tobacco nicotine, but nicotine is, in fact, an addictive chemical. Lucy.co. Be sure to use the promo code Mikey. Welcome to the Mikey Likes You podcast, everyone. I am Mikey, who likes, and you are you, who is liked, and uh, I love you indeed. This is the end of the year extravaganza, a very special episode indeed, and I'm going to go over some of the things that I think that are going to be really helpful and useful for you because I'll bet you dollars to donuts you're trying to create the programming, the eating plan, everything to start your new year with your fitness journey. That's an overwhelming amount of people. Um, gym memberships, they skyrocket in January. And then by the time spring comes around, it levels out. Because all of us really, really, really want to start a fitness program. 
The problem is, and uh, science backs this up, is that sticking with it is where we taper off. And it's not all about laziness. It's about um, the fact that we're all super busy. And it's the fact that we're all kind of uh, flat emotionally. Um, Life comes at you quick. And it's been a difficult year. And it's been a difficult couple years. Um, and there's just so many other things that get in the way of us being able to stick to a program. Um, and that's, that's the case in the best of situations in 2020 and 2021, it makes it even worse. Hopefully 2022 is going to be a lot better for all of us collectively as a whole. I think we can work together to make it that way. Um, so I highly encourage you, excuse me, to use the new year as your jumping off point. But I also highly encourage you to listen to these tips because they will pay dividends, okay? First things first, start slow. And I don't mean necessarily the amount of volume. What I mean by this is your programming and your ideas of where you want to go have to be realistic and they have to be sustainable, okay? And whether it be academia, whether it be any professional endeavor, trying to bite off more than you can chew is always going to lead to burning out and then giving up. If you go into January 1st, 2022 with this idea that you're going to lose 40 pounds by March, you will then go into it with the mind frame that you're going to have to do such um, tremendous amounts of cardio and a bunch of long-term boring workouts. And you're going to eat so little that not only are you not going to achieve what you want to achieve, come Sunday of like the first week of January, you're going to hit that, you know, brunch and hit 13,000 calories because you're so spiritually, emotionally, and physically destroyed. As you start to become more accountable and you start to consistently hit those workouts and you start to consistently make those positive nutritional choices, your fitness will increase, but also your self-accountability will increase. You can start to add in some things. You can start to get a little bit more elaborate. Everything's kind of based around fundamentals, but in reality, don't make the mistake of wanting to do too much too quickly because I can guarantee you that's going to lead to failure. So start off slow. Three full body resistance training, preferably strength strength training with weights, you know, barbells and dumbbells. Three full body workouts a week on non-consecutive days, and then walk every day. I like to set the marker of 10,000 steps, but realistically, I think we can all understand that it's mostly about consistent, long-term, low-level activity throughout the day to make up for the fact that we are sitting at computers or staring at phones and screens for the majority of time, and that's not how humans are designed to live. So three full-body workouts based around complex movements um, and walking or you know cycling at low levels you just don't want to get into an anaerobic state you know stay at the, the aerobic level uh 130 and below heart you know beats per minute on a heart rate monitor another thing is just show up and science backs this up what do i mean by that well inevitably the time is going to come when you are so tired you, you have a workout scheduled and you're getting off work. You got to put the kids to bed, find them dinner. Next thing you know, it's nine o'clock at night. You still haven't worked out and you're like, I'm, I'm just not doing it. Well, 
I highly encourage you to just go and show up anyway. Sure, you're not going to be able to put in the work that you hopefully wanted to put in. The level of intensity is not going to be there. The, uh, the, 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 the volume is maybe not going to be as much. But just by virtue of training, just showing up, being able to internally check off that box to say that, you know what, I was scheduled to work out today and I did, that plays such huge dividends in your ability to develop positive habits. Because this is what we're talking about. We're talking about sustainability. I'm not talking about designing the perfect program right now. What I'm talking about is making sure that you stay with the program that you're on. And so much of it is emotional and psychological. And I can tell you this beyond a shadow of a doubt, and science backs it up. I'm looking at the studies here. The Journal of Personality and Social Psychology in the 1980s found that when you try to suppress a certain thought, uh, I really don't want to exercise today. I really don't want to to start on the job, uh, the the task at my job that I I have you know lined up on my docket. If you if you're trying to push those ideas away, that in long in the long run almost always leads to failure to do that task no matter what. So what you should do is maybe not be able to devote the intended level of supreme attention and focus to that task but just do the task anyway in some semblance and that's why i think it's really important to just make sure that you show up for it same thing goes in the kitchen you know you're you're at a client dinner you're you went over to your in-laws whatever it may be you're not in the perfect situation to have the meal that you intended to have instead of just saying fuck it i'm done i'm gonna eat whatever the hell i want because if you were to just stay within yourself and to kind of go steady as she goes, your habit forming develops. That internal resilience develops. And this is what leads to long-term success because we all know it in some fashion, whether it be diet, whether it be, you know, for me, it was drugs and alcohol. Um, If I got into the position where I said, look, just one drink is not going to hurt me. That one drink physically probably didn't hurt me. And I maybe made it to one or two dinners where I just had a glass or two of wine and drank like a normal, reasonable adult. But internally, subconsciously, I'm setting the tone that it's okay to do that. And that's a very, very, very big snowball that moves very, very quickly. So start off slow. Just show up. Don't go it alone. There's a massive comprehensive analysis in the Journal of Medicine and Sports Science, which is a very, very, very credible um, outlet. And it showed that workout partners increased sustainability of a fitness program by over 80 percent. I can't encourage you enough to whether it be your mate Um, Whether it be a buddy, whether it be someone that you just find online, someone meet someone at the gym, do whatever you can to try to find a consistent workout partner because it absolutely makes a huge difference because, you you know, comfort travels in numbers and it's not easy. It is going to be some there's going to be levels of discomfort to a training program that that matters, that that actually causes adaptations that make for the progress that you're looking for. And if you have someone else there with you 
to not only succeed with, but to fail with, um, it makes a massive difference. I, I look, I'm not missing workouts. Okay. Uh, I'm going to train and I'm going to train hard, but I can tell you since moving to Texas here, where I don't necessarily have a, a lot of close friends, I have noticed that it's just not the same as when I was living in Venice and I had my friend Chris and I had other people that I knew I was going to show up to the gym with every time. My schedule worked with theirs and vice versa. And we had it. We were, you know, it was it was someone there to kind of commiserate with on top of just having spotter and having encouragement and having motivation. There was someone there to really experience that with, because like I said, failure will happen. You're, you're not going to hit every set. You're not going to crush every workout. Um, and you're going to want to bitch and moan to someone about, you know, the trials and tribulations of your fitness journey. And uh, man, it makes it so much easier to have someone who's, who, who can sympathize. So really, I, I do encourage you to find that person for you. If it's someone in your household, whew, that's a home run. So it's a, a big piece of advice for you. Don't rely on willpower. <coughs> what do I mean by this? Willpower will let you down. It's a survival instinct. When you're tired, when you're stressed, when you are engaging in something that is admittedly not comfortable and not necessarily purely fun, your body doesn't want you to do that. If you are hungry, your body wants you to overfeed. If you are tired, your body wants you to rest. If you just rely on willpower, you're you're fighting an unwinnable battle in the long term. You're swimming upstream. You're fighting your biology. What you should do, and this gets back to uh, my second tip of just showing up, is have a planned workout beforehand. Having a structured long-term program and, if possible, a mentor or a coach, a, a personal trainer, Someone you can now do it virtually online. And might I encourage you to at least examine my Patreon. Um, with the top tier, I still have availability where I become your personal trainer. I custom made training programs, nutrition programs, and that accountability. You can check in as much as you want, at the very least, every week. Um, but you have that there to be accountable to. And just by sticking to something as opposed to constantly relying on your willpower to get home from work or to wake up early in the morning before work and just need energy to find something to do to go expend and and to sweat that is misguided and you will fail you will fail trust me my daughter's like in the middle of a art project over here hey I understand that. Thank you. But I, I'm recording. The plaster is wet. I understand. Be patient. <laughs> Apropos, be patient. Okay? Um, nothing of value, and I, in my opinion, in life, but certainly I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt when it comes to fitness, nutrition, and health, nothing is going to happen fast. Please. 
you're going to. I understand. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Being patient. Thank you, Magnolia. Love you. Being patient is huge because those long-term meaningful changes don't come quickly. If they did, everyone in America would be shredded because everyone in America wants what they want and they want it now. And I get that. I'm certainly that way too. But be patient. And then also don't get discouraged when it doesn't happen so rapidly that you just, you you can't find that motivation to continue going. Because especially if you're considerably overweight, um, you will have progress. Um, The more overweight you are, the quicker you will lose weight. But it's not going to be the life-changing, oh my God, I can't, have you seen Steve lately? Have you seen Mary? Oh my God. That, That kind of progress, it does take time. And the virtue of long-term fulfillment, a crucial aspect of that is patience. So those are some tips that I would like to give to you because I can guarantee that the overwhelming majority of you that are watching or listening to this are going to start your fitness journey, however it may look, come January 1st, 2022. So please heed my advice so that you can at least stick to it because I want you to stick to it. It, um, so much of your has nothing. I don't want to say has nothing, but has very little to do with your biceps and your abs and your glutes. What it has to do is to me is that you can develop that ability to feel good about yourself because of something you did voluntary exposure to graduated levels of discomfort creates an iron mind. It makes every other aspect of your life so much better. And um, I really don't want, I don't want to sound too corny, but it's not about BS meathead nonsense. What it's about is having the ability to develop resilience to a world that is trying so hard to make you unhealthy, overweight, and feeling poor about yourself. Feeling afraid and insecure. And if you could do it without a judge, without your parents, without your your partner or whoever telling you, forcing you, putting a gun to your head, proverbial gun to your head and getting you to do it. No, no, no. This is internal and you're making a promise to yourself and you're, you're, you're committed to it and following through. It's genuinely life changing. Um, so start slow. Show up even when you don't want to. You don't necessarily have to hit everything that you're prescribed or that you you prescribe for yourself, but at least going through the process of showing up. Don't go it alone. Try to find a partner. Don't rely on your willpower. And be patient, okay? I want to touch on something that exploded the internet, and it is representative of so much of what's wrong with a lot of internet fitness information. And I'm looking at Daily Mail right now. Conor McGregor's 34 pounds of muscle is extraordinary. Okay, let's break this down. Because Conor McGregor put up these pictures of him uh, with this rather noticeable weight gain. That is not 34 pounds of anything, A. And B, 
It's certainly not 34 pounds of muscle. Okay. It's 25 pounds of water and three pounds of fat and maybe a pound or two of muscle. And he doesn't look very good. Sorry. Guys, I can't at all. I just, I can't stress how important this is to me because I think it's a plague amongst young men. Now, if you're a high-level football player or a competitive sumo wrestler or whatever, you know, competitive power lifter, this doesn't apply to you. But how many people are that? Very little. But the idea of bulking should just not be in your fucking vocabulary. Conor McGregor's puffy-ass face and bloated torso should be evidence enough that we have a very, very misguided idea of what it means to put on muscle. Prior to this weight gain, Conor McGregor had, in my opinion, a perfect male physique. Proportioned, lean, muscular. He is now every frat dude who touches weights. Puffy, bloated, yeah, he's got some muscle, for sure. He's definitely not a guy who's a slob, and you, you could tell he trains. But that is not useful or functional. Uh, I, again, if you're wanting to be a Division One offensive lineman, I, you can obviously take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, but that's not most people. Most dudes out there want to look good they want to look appealing to whoever they're trying to sexually attract and they want to be healthy and happy and in 2021 hopefully it, uh, uh, as well in 2022 everyone needs to lose body fat that should be the paramount number one priority of all people when it comes to fitness and i didn't say lose weight it may have to happen i said lose body fat the idea of bulking is so misguided and so dumb and i genuinely think there's 0% men who need to be doing that. I don't know many women who are all that concerned with bulking up. But you, you will be fatter. Listen to me. You read Flex Magazine. You go on T Nation or what? You dream of being this giant pro IFBB bodybuilder. You will not be. You will be a fatter version of yourself that is also stronger. And every meathead who is online or at your gym talking about, oh, you look skinny, you look, they're all fat. Some of them are NPC competitive bodybuilders, you know, but they're online, they're online trashing Jeff Cavalier, they're online trash trashing Greg Doucette for, you know, he's teeny, look at the, oh my God, his quads aren't even, blah, blah, blah. they're all fat dudes. 
And I got to be honest with you, as someone who has done it, being gigantic and getting giant and huge and having traps that go to your ears and be, it's not all that hard. Looking like Jeff Cavalier or Greg Doucette is really hard. Looking like Zac Efron in uh, Baywatch, it's really hard. And it's a lot better for you. And it's a lot more sustainable in the long run because it, once you get lean, super lean, and you have a real actual muscular physique, then it doesn't take as much to either maintain it or then, yeah, you want to bulk up a little bit. You get a little more blurry, but ho- you, you get a little more muscle mass fine you can you can do the things you could start to alter you can start to tweak and not end up being a a guy who looks like he has an endless supply of coupons to go to his favorite fast food restaurant okay so please look at conor mcgregor now don't let this weird media stuff convince you that he has done something exceptional because in my opinion and in in the opinion of most people who I respect in the fitness and uh, health world, he has done something that is a travesty. He grossly distorted the most well-proportioned athletic body that I had seen in a long time. And by the way, when it comes directly to Conor McGregor, what the hell for? He fights in weight classes. Can I remind you? He's not, he can't, is he going to fight Robert Whitaker? Is he? Yeah, he's going to go to 180. No, he's not. I highly doubt he's going to fight at 170. So what is this for? And if he does fight at 170, either way, he better start training and start training hard and dieting. And I'm telling you, like this notion that he put on all this muscle, he really didn't. Take a look at those cheeks. That's not how the body works. Play the slow game. Have the patience. Body recomposition. Slow and steady body fat loss. Maintenance of or slight gains in muscle mass as you do it. That's how it's done, man. Until I finally bit the bullet and realized that, I I was constantly spinning my wheels. I was constantly frustrated with how I looked. And I trained hard and used steroids and did all the stuff that most people who are that committed will do. Ask yourself a question. Why don't traditional diets work? Well, because you can't fight biology with willpower. But Calibrate, it's different. It's a comprehensive doctor-guided metabolic reset that promotes the sustainable results through lifestyle changes. Calibrate works best because they combine prescribed FDA-approved medications with lifestyle changes to improve metabolic health. It's a fully integrated program that includes classes, some one-on-one video coaching, some in-app tracking, community members just like you for support. They provide comprehensive wellness plans, personalize your needs so it's easy to fit Calibrate into your busy schedule. Your weight doesn't reflect your willpower. Get back in control with Calibrate in the new year. Get $50 off the one-year metabolic reset when you use promo code BLEAV at joincalibrate.com. That's $50 off when you use the code BLEAV at joincalibrate.com. All right. I'm sorry I'm a little choked up because um, I'm going to introduce you to a family member of mine. And he sent in this video out of the kindness of his own heart. 
This is my uncle Javier. Direct from his ranch, La Panocha Grande, in Juarez, Mexico. He's going to update you on fitness scams and bullshit with his segment called Caca de la Vaca. Buenos dias. Me llamo Javier. I'm here at my ranch, the Ponoche Grande. And I've lived quite a life. I was a machete expert in the jungles of Cuernavaca, champion Mexican wrestler. My name was El Pollo Grande. And now I am a rancher. I've raised thousands of cows over decades. And I've come to realize that all the worthwhile, meaningful information of the entire universe, it exists in the stomach of the cow. It's quite fantastic. But much like the stomach of the cow, when it intakes nutrients, it takes the useful nutrients, and it uses them, sends them to the cells of the body to build it, to provide energy. When something's not right, it's incorrect for the system. What does a cow do? It shits it out. And that's what you should do with this information. So much fraudulent information out there when it comes to fitness and nutrition. I like to identify it, I call it caca de la vaca. Today's episode of Caca de la Vaca, I want to talk about cleanses. Now, I may not be a doctor or the human body, but I am an expert when it comes to the biology of the cow. And I can tell you for sure that much like the cow, we have organs that take care of detoxifying the body. Kidneys. Appendix. The liver. If you think that drinking juices or special supplement for weeks at a time so that you can shake green water is going to help get rid of toxins your mistake my grandma used to juice she was a waitress at a donkey shop loved her when she died in a terrible tractor accident. They opened up her body, they realized her organs were failing. Why? Because she did not have proper nutrients. She was supposed to be eating the food, the beef, the chicken, the vegetables, seafood. Instead, she would have the huevo de naranja and the mango and the cactus juice, thinking that she was cleaning her body. She was not. 
If you want to eat healthy foods to help these organs detoxify our body, so be. But don't go to some hippie store buying some products thinking that you are enhancing your detoxification because you're not. Iscaca de la vaca. Hasta luego. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. I, my uncle's a really noble man. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on is a fitness scam, you know, it, it, which plays into what Javier was just referring to is, you know, kind of lies that you're fed. And I noticed that, you know, Americans spend more money and put more time on paper into fitness than anywhere else in the world. I mean, we spend $37 billion dollars on fitness classes annually 37 billion but we're 143rd in overall health so over 40 percent of americans i'm looking at a study here from uh let's see journal of science medicine more than 40% of Americans failed to meet the global standard of 150 minutes per week of moderate physical activity, e.g. fast-paced walking or gardening and housework. 75 minutes per week is of intense physical activity, e.g. sprinting or strength training. Now, that's a far cry from what most people think of when they think of fitness. And I've been telling you for years now, that it's really not about overall beating yourself up day in and day out. Three days a week of a full body training program, maybe four, you know, once you get to an advanced level. And then low level moderate activity, as they're pointing out here, 150 minutes a day, a week, excuse me, that equals out to, you know, just getting out there and moving your body because that's kind of how we're supposed to be. How is it that we are spending $37 billion and then $117 billion on fitness apparel, another $38 billion on mindful movement and yoga? I mean, we're getting up into the $500 billion. Related technology to fitness, $8.1 billion. This is all annually for Americans. Yet, we're 143rd on a global scale of health. You know, and the number two reason for preventable mortality in this country, nutrition, being obese, diabetes, things like that. Number one is smoking. So when you're looking at a measure of health such as, you know, chronic disease, life expectancy, infant mortality, disability, drug-related deaths, we're not meeting this standard we're setting for ourselves by spending close to $400 billion annually on all this fitness stuff. And the hugest, hugest segment of that is on these fitness classes, you know, when it concludes yoga and uh, fitness group fitness classes, you're looking at $100 billion. And that's because the scam of high intensity interval training and circuit training and group fitness, it's, it's all bullshit. It's a scam. It's marketable. 
Why does this exist? Well, because complexity sells. The fitness industry has become obsessed with complexity. It's often not warranted, more often than not. You need an intricate and sexy sounding approach to sell it. And if I tell you, you got to just bite the bullet and go to the gym three days in a week or go to your wherever you train with resistance, you know, weights, whatnot. And three days a week, you got to lift heavy and you got to, you know, find a good rep range to work in. You know, I'd say five to eight is is ideal for most use complex movements, squats, deadlifts, overhead press, bench press, rows, chins. And you hammer those three days a week, full body workout. Uh, it's not It's not going to be fun all the time. In fact, most of the time it's not. And then outside of those three days a week, you know, for 45 minutes at a piece, you know, 135 minutes a week, maybe even less, 100 and let's say 30 minutes a piece. 90, that's 90 minutes a week of intense rigorous resistance training and then you know 150 minutes a week of walking briskly of doing yard work of moving that body at a low aerobic level doesn't sound all that sexy it doesn't sound all that appealing and frankly you don't want to hear that or buy into it because it doesn't sound fucking enjoyable. Fine. I get that. That's human nature. But then don't go spend a hundred billion dollars on your circuit group training class and your aerobics, this and that, and your yoga class for it to not get you anywhere that you want to go. Because if the road to progress was always enjoyable, everyone would be fucking shredded. Okay, thank you. Now, let's end with some fun. It's been a long time since we did one of my favorite segments from Russia with Dumb. And for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, a friend of mine that I made on Craigslist uh, I was looking at uh, vintage Soviet weaponry. I came across this man. His name, Ivan Kalichnikov, from Moscow. Please welcome the new host of From Russia with Dumb, Ivan Kalichnikov. Ah, good evening. I'm Ivan Kalichnikov. Fuck you. I don't care who you are. It's a beautiful night here in Moscow, has to be at least 10 below. The greatest athletes the world has ever known have come from Mother Russia. I like to highlight a couple of the great Russian athletes that this world has to offer. The first one is engaging in training for what you Americans call uh, boxing. This type of training in Russia we call Stolichnayotchnu. 
You might call it cockboxing. Watch. the speed, power, stamina. Excellent. Takes real man to punch cock. Next athlete. I know this man. His name's Vladimir. Like every great athlete, Vladimir's trying to get his training in wherever he can. We don't have the luxury that you have in the Western world of this decadence, this easy lifestyle of going to the gym. No, we have too many things to do here in Mother Russia, so we must train whenever we can. Watch Vladimir get a good subway training session in. something to watch world-class athlete, huh? I'll leave you with this parting message. It's like Lenin always used to say, when life gives you lemons, fuck you. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you, Javier. Mike Dio. Thank you to all my sponsors. Thank you to you, the viewer and the listener. Thank you so much to all my patrons and you want to start off January 1st, 2022, the right way, check out my Patreon. I like doing it. I like getting the money, yes, but I genuinely get such a charge, man, and I've gotten great, great testimonials and people who have given me their feedback, especially at the top tier, these guys that are saying, I haven't been under 180 pounds since high school. I can't believe it. Thank you so much. Internally, I am. Uh, I get goosebumps, man, because I, yes, yes, are they paying me to do it? Yes, but I, it, it really makes me feel good about myself and it helps me with my training and everything. It's just like recovery. It's just like the 12 steps, man. Being a sponsor to someone else is so beneficial to my sobriety, to my program. I just, I can't properly explain um, something that I stumbled into doing that I really enjoy and I do think that I can be of assistance to you um, go to my Patreon check it out whatever tier you're into but if you're really committed to making that change come January 1st 2022 check out the top tier I have spaces available I provide you custom tailored nutrition and training programs I give you that week you know at the very least you're checking in once a week so that we can tweak it check in give you the accountability and I'm available to you at whenever you, you want, whenever you need. You have a question or concern, I'm there to make sure that things go well. And I, I really enjoy doing it. And it is a service that is available for you. So check out Patreon and look for Mike Catherwood. And remember, in this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares, I do. Be good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.